on this week's episode of Bungalower and the Bus. We're at Rock Pit Brewing in the Soto District. I'm here too. Okay. Welcome to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the Bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com, your source for hyper-local news. Where's your little witty intro? Usually you're saying something that I have to almost bleep. I'm just reserving it today. Okay, you know, all we'll right. see what happens. Wait until the second half I don't want to make show. anyone blush. We have guests today. That's true. Normally yeah. it's just you and I alone. <laughs> in a corner. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, watching YouTubes. We're here in Soto tonight. We are in the Soto District hanging out at the Rock Pit Brewing. Yeah. Eating we've, been, we've been here before. We have, and now we're back because we're yeah. hanging out with our friends from the Soto District. We got invited. We did by uh, Mr. David. Hey, David. Hey, guys. How's it going? We're good, man. Thanks good. for being our friend. Yeah, thanks yeah, for, thanks having, for having, us. having me. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we're drinking some beers. Yeah. We're drinking a, a, a stout right Black now. Black strap. Yeah. With milk. Yeah. Stout. Is there milk in it? It's a milk stout. It's a milk stout. They can't hear you unless you put the microphone That's in front of right. your face. Also <laughs> with us today we is... all kinds of people here. Hello, Chris Rock from Rock Pit Brewing. That's where the rock comes it. from. Yes, it does. And I'm going to pass it over to my business partner here. This is Sean Burke. I'm one of the co-owners here at Rock Pit. And uh, thanks for giving me no time at all to come up with a really cool intro. You're welcome. Put that, that mic a little closer to your chin, Sean. There you go. That's yeah. All, yeah. I know what right you want. Right when it's yeah. uncomfortable. Okay. All right, here's Dave. We are a podcast. We only have uh, enough money for three mics. Yeah. And so hyper local. Times are tough, right? Yeah. There's yeah. five people, so they're sharing a mic tonight. This is real radio, not you know, I don't know, Howard Stern. No, no. Yeah. <laughs> start somewhere though, right? Yeah, you started with three mics. So if you're just joining us, if you've never heard us before, we talk about all things downtown Orlando and the surrounding neighborhoods, such as College Park and Winter Park and. Thornton Park, but as I said before, we're here in Soto tonight. Yeah, and if you don't think we gave you enough information about one of the headlines we're talking about, just head on over to bungalower.com where it's all spelled out in front of you. Yeah. You can read it. Yeah. Isn't that great? It, it is. John, what was your week like? Uh, you always ask me that. I know, and you're never prepared. I'm never prepared. It's like we haven't been doing this for three years. When I drive, first time. every time I drive here, I'm thinking, what did I do this week? And yeah. I always come up with something really lame yep. because I'm not a man about town You're just like happy you. to be wearing pants. Exactly. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I did I did make a loaf of bread over the weekend. It's a day I, with a I, Y I, in I, it for you. You literally make bread every day. It's because I like bread. Okay. Dave, how about, uh, how about, how about you, Dave? About, yeah, you probably had something better than me. Dave, what's going down in the district? Hey, so I guess I should introduce myself, too. I'm, I'm Dave Buckaloo, the uh, board president of the Soto District. I told you. The, the guys from uh, Rock Pit, they just uh, introduced themselves, yeah. and I, I forgot. But I'm here, too. Such a giving guy. <laughs> You're always letting other people take the spotlight. Well, yeah, I mean, they're the main reason we're here tonight, so absolutely. Right. Well, and also we're here because we're kind of going to be talking about an event you're hosting this weekend. We do. We have the Beer Olympics. Beer Olympics. Whoa. Beer Olympics. Coming to Soto, Beer. coming to I've the Rock I've been training for 20 years for this. <laughs> this is your night, or day, I guess. <laughs> Are you good at a drinking games, David? Oh, I was born ready for what this. What does the Beer Olympics uh, consist of? What are some events? There's like five events, so it's not a decathlon. I guess it's a pen- pentathlon. Pentathlon. I don't yes. do math. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. Let's have these guys tell us. Chris, tell us about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have five events. We have one in each ring. If you look at the logo, it's, it represents each one. Uh, and so oh. what we've done is we tried to – we obviously couldn't do the ones that we wanted to do, which is like beer pong and flip cup. And Jello all wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll still do that, but that's okay. the after party, uh, <laughs> along with streaking. Uh, <laughs> Through the quad. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's doing it. <laughs> so – 
what we ended up coming up with it was games that we could still be kind of spaced apart here in the parking lot um, and that we could easily sanitize things afterwards uh, when, after someone used it. So instead of regular beer pong, we're doing giant beer pong. So oh. Okay. We have I like a bunch that. of beer cans, or not beer cans, trash cans essentially is what they are, but they look like, you know. But no trash in them. They're no new. trash in them. Not this time. We're going to put all me. the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were going to have kegs maybe, just kegs lined up. No, no, no. Oh. So, and then yeah. they're going to throw balls into the uh, into the trash cans. Nice. And we'll have two people set up and they'll be going. And so you get Do you have to drink what's in them just like with beer pong? Uh, you know, we thought about that, but uh, again, it's like not sanitary. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. okay. You don't want to win this and get COVID. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So no, so it's not <laughs> the like. The ultimate prize. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody, and that's actually when you guys ask me, I'm going to be a judge at this, an MC judge. Yeah. I'll be I'll be yelling at people if they get too close to You're each other. You're judging yeah. like a gymnast, not really judging, but more just like he's judging people. people. Oh, yeah. Like, why are you wearing that, that all the time? <laughs> that type of thing. I do that anyway, but yeah. this time it's going to be out loud. Our yeah. costumes encouraged. Absolutely, you can all do right. whatever you want. Represent Great. your country. Yeah, just uh, wear pants. Okay. That's all we ask. Oh, oh Brendan's out. Yeah, sorry. Oh, I'm glad you told Speedos. Me. <laughs> Speedos is fine. That counts. That counts. It's going to be fun. It starts at 1 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Saturday? Saturday. Saturday, yeah. Do we have a rain plan? Because they're talking about stormy yeah, stuff. Yeah, we've been, we've been going through the rain plan. We haven't okay. exactly figured that yeah, out yet. Wait we'll, poo-poo the alarm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what we're thinking about. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. We, we're definitely thinking about it. But that's the first one. And then we have, um, we actually built some mini golf holes. And so okay. the idea is uh, you're going to use one hand and you're going to, complete three holes and the idea there <laughs> yeah the idea I'm not there, even the one giggling yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is you get 12 strokes and however many you have left at the end that's how many points you get so if you get how many done, do you need brendan yeah. yeah so we'll give you you can buy extra i'm having, no, a just kidding. <laughs> having a flashback to the hockey room right now i don't know what's happening uh okay i'm into it yep. i actually a lot of people don't know but i used to be i used to work at canada at epcot and I was an authentic Canadian server, and every country at Epcot has a drinking team. Nice. And every week we had a drinking Olympics, and we all competed against each other. So That's we like cool. Canada versus Norway, yeah. and so I got I got some skin in yeah, this yeah, game. Yeah, he's retired. Like, though. Again, you know, he's retired. The the <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, is that we are going to be doing that one, that version of it. At some point, okay. Right, we're thinking Summer Olympics. Summer you know? Olympics. Yeah. When, when uh, this things is this the Winter down, Olympics. This is like a winter, sort of a Winter Olympics. Put Bungalower down as a media sponsor. Yes. I'm happy to yeah. help you guys get the word out for that. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. We'll bring uh, lots of bibs and hoses. Oh, is this a team up after. Thing no, it's no. actually so we're individual this all time. Solo. Again, we're, we're trying to do uh, do this yeah. safely. You know, all okay. that kind of stuff. Distanced uh, yeah. response. I like yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. like it. What does the winner get? So we actually have. Uh, I don't remember the ultimate prize, but we have uh, prizes from local businesses like Flippers. Um, I can't remember the pizzeria. Other, pizzeria. Um, um, we got um, Soto Sushi. Soto Sushi. Soto sushi. Yeah. And okay. Then I'll, I'll, there, we'll come up with lots the, of prizes. The, the prizes, right. and then you know everyone that. Top three in each event get a medal. Okay, nice. You know, I love it. I love it too. If you you compete in all of the five events and you have the top score cumulatively, free beer for life. Yeah, yeah. No, then you get your medal there. But we're going to be giving away a bunch of stuff too, like prizes here from from. And you don't have to compete. You can come and just spectate. Yeah. And if you're a bungalow or buddy, uh, Rock Pit Brewing is one of our great participants in the in the bungalow or buddy keychain program. So just show your keychain, you get a good old discount. Yes, sir. Like a bogo draft. I think it is. That's a great deal. Yeah. That's actually probably one of the better ones. Oh. Yeah. yeah, you get a BOGO draft. Yeah. You kidding me? Yep. So, oh, yeah, all right. Cool. Come on out this cool, weekend. Cool, cool. Brandon, what was your week like? You, I didn't even ask you. Kind of crazy. Do you want to okay. hear about it? This a is, little bit. Gonna, a I'm going to tell bit. you some secrets. 
We're doing. Uh, we're working with Will's Pub to do a pop-up outdoor concert venue in Mills 50 in an old car lot. And the working name, this is the first time we've ever said it out loud, is Carlotta's. Carlotta's Culture Park. I'm Carlotta's? Really excited about it. Yeah. Is that a play on words that I'm like just Carlotte. not getting? Carlotta. Okay. Carlotta. Okay. No? I, I got to think, think about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not smart. Okay, that's so what that happened. Um, let's talk about the news. David, right. you ready? David. I'm ready. Yeah, let's, let's do it. Okay. Let's, let's, let's talk to David about the news. Blue Man Group just ended its 14-year residency at this University. Is sad. I was a little sad about this, this is as sad. well. This is I'm a sure big you've news covered story it. I, I, so when I worked at West Channel 2, I was their uh, entertainment reporter for uh, one whole year. He goes bragging and again. No, no, no. no. <laughs> and so they invited me out there to do like a behind-the-scenes thing, and they were great. They were super fun. Uh-huh. You know, I'm sure some people think, oh, Blue Man Group, that's boring. That's, lame. that's Orlando, lame Orlando. It was so much fun i don't care what anybody says they put on a fantastic show and then afterwards they're kind of weird like the blue men boot like (laughs) like want to touch you and yeah i like that yeah it's just fun so uh, and they've been here for a long time so kind of sad to see them go the first time i went david i did mushrooms first (laughs) not a good idea i wasn't prepared i thought it was just like guys on a stage show it's like why is this stuff hitting me in the head huh (laughs) and then all of a sudden there's a toilet paper wave that goes out all over the oh, audience. Yeah. And yeah, none I of was that very overwhelmed. It was you were just much. sitting in a room with nothing happening. Yeah. The mushrooms were taken over. Oh, maybe I was just in the mop closet and everything fell on me. And I thought that was the Blue Man Group. David, have you been to the Blue Man Group? I have. I, I went like right when it opened. So oh. probably, what, 14 years ago. On a date night? Yeah, maybe. It might have been. Yeah, probably. Probably went on a, a free preview or something like that. But So they didn't say what was going to replace it because you're not going to get rid of that theater. No, but I'm hearing through the pipeline. This is unsubstantiated. I talked to... I Which is like everything that you report. Oh, dear. <laughs> you heard it here first type for thing. Fact. <laughs> but we're hearing that they're looking for another Orlando location. That's what I figured. Yeah, like moving to Disney because or downtown. Because I think, I think somebody... I think Cirque bought them or... They, you know what, and I yeah. didn't know that, but when I reached out to their old PR person, I got bumped to Cirque du Soleil. Yeah. So I got a response from Cirque du Soleil that was like, "There's nothing to see here." I Keep think looking. they'll open somewhere. I, mean, I agree. They got, they got, they could do it somewhere at Disney. Got I'm a sure. beautiful stadium over there at Disney Springs that oh, yeah. they're not using all the time. I'm not sure right they now. could co-build it. Right, you could throw could a toilet paper from there. Why not? Yeah. <laughs> Blue Man Group Monday to Wednesday and Cirque du Soleil Thursday yeah. to whenever. They got to have off nights, so yeah. Yeah, why not? but that means Universal has to think of something to put in that space. Ah, well, they, they if they were smart, they'd do wrestling. You think so? Yeah. They've done already, all that before. You work with WWE. They're using the studios out back. Why not just make it a live spectacle? Weird, Interactive wrestling? But there was like a weird <laughs> wrestling <laughs> group there, wasn't there? It wasn't WWE. It was like. Like what? TNA or TWA wrestling. TNA? Yeah, that's what TNA it was. TNA wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> that's not allowed. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Seems legit. I'll be, I'll might be as well call it Scratch and Sniff. <laughs> Who says I'll all be those interested things? to see what they put in that theater. Okay. Uh, Publix heiress Julie Jenkins Fajelli is in hot water right now. You, are you following this story? Do you think she's really in hot water? Do you think she cares? She doesn't care at all. I think she cares. I don't think I so. I bet she's at home petting her dog really really upset. <laughs> she wrote the check. you think she really cares? No, I don't think she cares. you want to talk about it a so, little bit? I mean, I'll tell you what I know. She, she helped finance the insurrection at the Capitol <laughs> by a tune of $300,000. Which was like most of what it cost to put on all the staging and stuff. That's what it was. The money was to like put on the actual event, right? Sure. And those people left the event and went and three hundred thousand dollars, which is like nothing. It's pocket change yeah. to her, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, there's little puppies. 
oh, loving yeah. each other. You can other bring here. your dog here to Rock. This Pit is probably Brewing. one of the dog friendliest places they've seen in a long time. Sure. Actually, Chris, you got in trouble once, didn't someone complain? Oh, I read that post. Um, no, no comment. <laughs> 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 All right, because we defended you. I remember yeah, yeah, someone, yeah. some uh, lady walked in. Yeah, it was a whole thing, and some Karen. And, yeah, it was a. Oh. It was a Karen and a Chad. Uh, <laughs> and uh, sorry, Chad's out there. I don't know if that's the right. Or is it Chaz? We say whatever. Chad, too. Yeah, okay. Yeah, anyone named Chad, they have it coming. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> sorry, Chad. Uh, no, but we did have a, a, a fun uh, time with that, and we're still going through that stuff right now. Still? Um, yeah, yeah. But, it, again, it's worked itself out kind of on its own organically. and you Because know. the city, you were actually one of the only businesses that actually filed for, like, a dog-friendly patio yep. permit. Yep. Which I think, like... I think I did a roundup of that. I you feel know, like there were like so six people that actually had that permit in the city. There, yeah. There's yeah. A, there's this weird thing. So we were told that we couldn't have dogs anywhere on property. And then we found out that that wasn't true. Uh, and so we went through this whole other thing. And again, we're still going through that stuff. All right. Uh, so, well, we yeah. love it. So yeah. wait, and your bring, customers you can bring your it. dog though, right? Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring your dog. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's good. And people, if you don't Unless like your dogs. Dog is a, Crappy yeah, dog. Leave your dog at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mine. Yeah, like your dog. Yeah, service animal. Service uh, animal. Emu. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And uh, mini horses. Mini horses. I'm being dead serious. Like little Sebastian. <laughs> Has someone done that? No, no, no. Nobody's done that? No, but that's actually on the list of approved animals. Are really? Mini horses. What about regular sized horses? I don't think so. Okay. I like. That's yeah. excessive. That's okay. a little bit All right. too much. <laughs> All right. But All apparently, right. many horses can be trained service animals. So, All right. Well, they're smart. Yeah. Mini horses are adorable. They are. By the way. If very I cool. had a mini horse service bed, I'd put a horn on it and say it was a unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And you couldn't tell me different. They're not that expensive. What? They don't eat as much either. You say that because you have a I horse. I know. I have a horse. And John so has a horse. I don't. My wife has a horse. We uh, have a horse. But he bought it for us, so <laughs> it's really his horse. <laughs> uh, 90,000 students didn't go to school this year. Did you Did you see this on Orlando Weekly? No. In the state of Florida or in Orlando? In the state what of Florida. What does that even mean? They're filed as just missing because okay. they just failed to show up to school. They're not They're not filed as uh, homeschooled. They're not filed as like dropped out. They're just... Not, not going. doing it. All yeah, right. they're just not I think going. 60 Minutes yeah. did a big story on this, too. And they were in Tampa. Uh-huh. And they did a whole thing. Of course it's Florida. But, but, like, you know, there's nobody there to keep them honest, I well, guess. Well, it has to a lot. It has a lot to do with just this virtual schooling right now and families feeling a little bit weird about sending their kids to school. And I think maybe there was just some failure of communication between uh, teachers and school boards. And I don't know. How do you not? I don't know how that's okay, first of all. It's not. Right? Are no. they tracking them down? It's hard, though. If you don't know where they live, if, if they're moving around, it's different when you actually go to school. Are there a not bunch even of, going. I'm just picturing gangs of, like, <laughs> cigarette-smoking nine-year-olds. The Jets and the Sharks like, just walking around the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> at fa- yeah, at Fashion Square Mall. Yeah, you go in Fashion Square Mall, it's just a bunch of these kids snapping their fingers at you. It's like the Thunderdome at Fashion Square Mall, yeah. though, really. You're a jet. You're a jet. I got a feeling. Is it is it kids that young, or is it teenagers, or is it both? I think it's all. I ah. think it's that whole gamut of like elementary and high school. It's right? Probably parents just didn't realize they were supposed to like check off a box that said I'm doing this. It's also hard. I don't even you know if like I did. A, if you have like a <laughs> kindergarten, I think the thing, the, the 60 minutes thing, they were talking about like kindergartens getting registered for their first day of school. Like a lot of parents, and I bet grandparents that's a big don't know how to do it. it. I also bet it's like a big, a big portion of it are just kids, families that are just like, ah, we're just going to delay our kids going to kindergarten. You yeah. got, kid, you got kids, too? I do. I have three. Yeah? Are Whoa. they going to school? They, well, two of them that are uh, <laughs> elementary school age are doing the virtual school. Virtual ah. school. It's just really, 
<laughs> yeah, the other one. <laughs> That's just by choice. I mean, yeah. it's just easier to just stay at home. He just hangs out in front of the Blue Man Group yeah. empty building now. <laughs> snaps his finger and just <laughs> walks Crushing up sugar cubes. <laughs> doing what kids do. I don't know. I just thought that was All interesting. Right. Well, you know. You'd skip school if you were doing virtual school, wouldn't you? Well, you know, up until I was an exchange student. Yeah. And up until I was an exchange student, I had never skipped a day in my life. But really? when I was an exchange student and overseas, they didn't want me to participate in class. I ended up just skipping for the whole year and just hanging out with street kids and learning the language. Uh-huh. Yeah. You learned, you learned on the street. Chris, you asked where it was? It was uh, Turkey. I was in Ankara, Turkey for a year when I was 16. Don't send your kids on exchange. <laughs> if they're Canadian, I think it's okay. <laughs> we stole a horse. It was crazy. <laughs> a mini horse. Uh, no, it was a big a real horse. horse. Yeah, it was oh, a real horse. Okay. It was crazy. I, we should have had our hands cut off. I don't know how. I don't know how I'm still alive. People slept with old ink British ladies. It was just crazy. I should write a memoir. People meaning you. Well, you know. <laughs> if you're reading my journal, you'd know. Wallet Hub says Florida is great for singles. In fact, I, I wouldn't know. Would you know? I don't know. Uh, well, I, you know, a little you're not bit. Single, I'm not single now. A little bit. No, no, but you're not a little bit I'm single. I'm dead, though. You know, you see, you see what's going on around you. How, why is Florida good for singles? You know, the biggest component. We're number one. They say Wallet Hub says we're number, number one, one for to be best place to live if you're single. I don't in, know in the why. country right now. And the number one the case. reason. Was lax lax regulations for COVID nineteen? Oh, so well, like okay, currently. all right, that's okay. fair. Because right. we could hang out and see each other. Yeah, yeah, okay. you could hook up with those so kids we got you that see going on your apps. Us. You know? I can see that. Yeah, and they're swiping, you know, the right way. What's the right Let's way? Left up. or right? I don't really know. I'm not. A, <laughs> I, I talk a big game, but I don't know anything <laughs> about that stuff. Uh, also, we have lots of restaurants, and there's just lots of single single. Oh, a bunch of food just showed up. Yeah, it did. Picture time. I Uh-oh. love it. What's what are we looking what do we at got here? here? It looks like I got a. Here, wait, wait, come back here. What Speaking do we got here? Wait, how's it going? We who got. The, wait, who is this? I'm RJ. RJ, <laughs> one of the cooks at uh, Gypsy's Florida Lee's French Quarter Cuisine, right outside. All right, of Rock that Pit. fits so easily on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> so what That's I got a big here <laughs> is I got you a cup of gumbo, okay. fresh homemade gumbo, jambalaya, uh-huh. uh, pulled beef po' boy, which All has right. our mayonnaise, spring mixed lettuce, nice. tomatoes, homemade pickles, pulled and a homemade remoulade right on top. Okay. Then I got you a hamburger here they made with some provolone cheese tomato pickle mayo ketchup mustard great piece of cornbread here all right and i hope you guys enjoy so wait, it. you, you guys are set up here at rock pit brewing is it every night or some every night? single night nice. seven days a week all right seven days a week i love it i like the crinkle fries yeah me, me too. crinkle fries thank you so much thank you so much yeah we'll Fleur take some photos I like his. I love got, it. He's got like a holographic metallic yeah, kind of chef's does. coat going yeah, on there. I love it. I like that. Yeah, could, me too. You could lead a parade Let's with just that jacket. Let's throw the food now. We, don't, we didn't ask for this. No, get rid of it. <laughs> Gumbo, I don't know who you are. Nice. No, we have to take pictures of we this. We will, and we will eat it. Oh, it smells delicious. Now we got some beer coming, too. Uh, and more beer just showed oh, up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we just did a, we had an Ask Bungalower. This is a regular column. All right, ask a, it. I'll um, see if I can answer it. You want to? Okay. Ask Bungalower. We have a column. People write in. They have a question. And they say, hey, Brendan, what's happening over here? I don't, like, know, how what's to, this, I don't know how to use Google. What's this mole on well, my I body? Think you, you give them a better answer than Google. Thank so, you very yes, much, I appreciate David. the Ask Bungalower. I think a couple times. They might have. They might have thrown one in That's why you want Dave. He's just giving you compliments the whole show. That's why you wanted him on the show. the chair of the Soto District. The reason we're here. The reason for the season. All right. So this latest question was about a big film project in Orlando that's closed a bunch of streets in Lake Eola Heights. 
So you told me to ask you, do you know what I it saw, is? I read your story, so no, why don't you go cheating. ahead? <laughs> Big old cheater. It's uh, Oprah Winfrey Network's uh, David Makes Man series. Is okay. It, they filmed the first season here. They're back for the second season. Everybody loves this show, apparently. Have you watched it? No, I Me didn't neither. even know about it. The Me trailer neither. looks great. I guess I just don't have uh, own OWN. Ah. What are we drinking so now? They're, so they're, they're filming all over Orlando, though? Film, well, specifically in Lake Eola Heights right now. They're doing it for a couple weeks. And they've shut down this whole, it's like a multiple blocks. Cool. I think it's pretty cool. You can linger outside if you want to try and get in you the wanna show. You want to try to be in the shot? If you want to break hey, in. Hey, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm Brendan. <laughs> Put me in your show. Oprah. They might not. Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> try to up your diversity quotient. You guys need a homo in the background. You get, get me in there. That get sells. me in, coach. <laughs> David, what's this beer that just showed up? Yeah, I would love to know. Should we let Chris do it? Yeah, yeah. So we're, uh, we have our... Two-year anniversary party next weekend. Oh, and we're right. releasing a couple of bottles of uh, a couple of bottle releases. This one is a red velvet cake imperial oh, style. Oh, so it's about eleven percent or so. Oh. Um, and we actually, when we made this beer, we actually used red velvet cake mix and put it right in the mash, oh and then God. we did it. And then we added a crap ton of vanilla to it, like just pure Madagascar oh, vanilla good. beans. It's delicious. And so, and then it's got a little bit, a little bit of lactose in there, not a ton, but okay. it's just when we brewed it, that's the I way wanna it was. I want to like dab it behind my yeah, ears. It's very yeah. good. It's very, very sweet. Very good. Oh, I like it. This Red what, velvet. This is what Paula Dean would drink if she was drinking. But more butter. Yeah. Chris less is, racist. <laughs> Chris, you break the, the so you, you obviously have a keg on right now, but people are, is this on now? Can people? It's get not. It's it? not until next Friday. Okay. Uh, we'll put it on next Friday. We All have right. um, two two good bands secret. coming out playing we next weekend. Secret beer. So, VIP. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's it's really good. But we're selling bottles, and we'll have a couple bottles here for sampling cool. and, and all okay. that stuff. So okay. we got to take a break. Let's take a break and take some pictures of this food. Yes. NZ in Theater is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Eden Bar and Florida Film Festival. NZ in exists to entertain, inspire, educate, and connect the community through film. Upcoming events include a Valentine's Day brunch, and coming soon are screenings of cult classic films like Black Dynamite, National Theater Live, Kinky Boots, and Little Fish, a romance set in near-future Seattle on the brink of disaster. You can also stream movies from the comfort of your bathroom, like A Glitch in the Matrix, 76 Days, and Two of Us, a film about two retired women who have been secretly in love for decades. Go to enzian.org today to check out their awesome lineup. This is Erica for Orange County Library System to tell you about these three things. Learn how Victorian people conveyed emotions using flowers and create arrangements to show others how you feel. Victorian Language of Flowers is a virtual event on February 8th. Calligraphy projects for Valentine's Day also takes place on February 8th. This online demonstration will teach you how to create simple projects using this visual art of writing. Have you been waiting to play D&D but don't know how or where to join? Dungeons & Dragons Adventurers League meets the second Thursday of each month. The next meeting is February 11th. For information on these three things and much more, visit OCLS.info or call 407-835-7323. Orange County Library System is your place to learn, grow, connect. Welcome. 
Welcome back to Bungalower and the Bus. I am the bus, John Busdecker. And I'm Brendan O'Connor from Bungalore.com. Yeah, and we are here at Rock Pit Brewing. It's rocking. It is rocking. Yeah, I'm full of uh, bayou food. <laughs> It doesn't sound good. I got, I got New Orleans food. Nolens. Yeah, yeah. Why does it sound good? I don't know. It just a bayou. That's a great word it to sounds say. Sounds like a like bowel. By you, by me. Uh huh. We I'm had a- some some gumbo, <laughs> some jambalaya. Uh huh. Together. It I makes- wish. So wait, maybe these Gumbelaya. folks can help us the, with the name of the place because he, he told us the name of their place. Sean, tell us where the, I know where this name comes from, but a lot of people, like obviously Chris Rock, who is here, not the comedian. <laughs> He's pretty funny, though. Rock is in the name. Uh-huh. Sure. So um, I'll give you the Reader's Digest version of that story. So I had planned on uh, opening a brewery um, many years ago. Once I, once I got into home brewing, I, was, I wanted to kind of do it as a pet project. And uh, so I taught Chris how to brew beer many, many years ago. Oh. And he was your Padawan? He was my Padawan. <laughs> yep. Yep. It, it was, he was the grasshopper. Okay. Yes. Okay. And uh, so kind of fell out of touch. And then a couple years go by, and I see on Facebook that he won an award in Florida for Best in Show, was it? Oh, he, had a, he was a dog. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well groomed. Um, it just it was a great it was suit. it was for a jalapeno cream ale. Oh. Which we brewed here a couple times, and actually we're, we're trying to put that into uh, Tijuana Flats. Like a pop. But um, it's it, it's a phenomenal beer. It's got all the flavor and all the aroma, but very little of the heat, so it's very drinkable. Oh. And um, no gut so rot. I, I I contacted him and I said, um, Hey, I heard you on this award. Congratulations. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go out to lunch and i'll uh-huh. buy you a beer and so we we met up in um in altamont springs and i said hey i really like this i'm planning on opening over in tap room and i want to serve this and he goes funny you should say that my cousin and i we want to open up a brewery and i oh. said oh yeah who's your cousin and he said well it's my wife's cousin and it's uh his name is jeremy Pittman. great name and he or- he owns orlando homebrew supplies the homebrew store you see right next to us i said okay great let's uh let's now let's get together and talk about it so we did a brew tour in um, Tampa, agreed on it, but... Uh, Is it brew tour or just a pub crawl? Yeah, okay. pretty much. It just sounds like a it's, bunch of... It's a little a classier bunch of than that. Oh, with purpose. It even even though somebody didn't quite make it home in one piece. <laughs> <laughs> Pittman. <laughs> no, no, no. The Too rock. many jalapeno beers. It was The Rock. The and, Rock uh, sank. <laughs> so they said, well, we were planning on calling it Rock Pit. But now that there's three of us, what are we going to call it? And I said, Rock Pit sounds great. Let's do it. Aww. He goes, no, 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 no. We, we want to put your name in it. And I was like, I don't want my name Wait anywhere near this. What were you going to call it if, if Rock Pit wasn't the one? Sean's what was Rock I going to call yeah, it? Well, my, yeah, yeah. my original brew name? Yeah. Kai Brothers Brewing. Kai, uh, uh. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I like so, Rock Pit better. I love Rock Pit. <laughs> but they were insistent. They wanted it. They didn't want it to exclude me. So I said, okay, fine. I'll come up with some more names. And I'd spend the next month coming up with the worst <laughs> possible names you could ever have for Whale a brewery. Song Brewing. <laughs> Sinkhole Brewing. Oh, I like that. Oh, my God. Right? That's not so bad. And uh, so after a a bunch of failed attempts to get them to go to something else, they kind of came to me and said, hey, would you really mind if we go back to Rock Pit Brewing? (laughs) And I said, no, not at all. Little did they know that I had already filed for the EIN under Rock Pit Brewing and registered and all that kind of stuff. That was your business move to kick them out and then you you keep the name. Absolutely. You can sell those, you know. Sure. When someone else comes along. 100%. Uh Uh-huh. So, uh, yes, Rock Pit and it's just a very, uh, it's just a cool name. 
it just lends to the cool vibe. But there's also because it has like a coal mine theme, but right. there's also like a nod to some ancestors, right? And, and yep. some of the families. Everybody in our history, somewhere, sometime, has had some type of mining in their background. So, uh, we're it's more of a blue collar theme that we're going for. Yeah. You know, kind of rustic, uh, homey, kind of just feel comfortable. Yeah. Type thing it. instead of actually descending into a coal mine. Although we do have that on the way to the bathroom, if you haven't seen that yet, that's pretty I cool. I have it. I have it. Yeah, you got to go check it out. Oh, is later. it downstairs? No. Is it in the basement? No. <laughs> Don't go. It's in well the lit. You'll be okay. Okay. <laughs> Don't go in the basement. It's like the basement at the Alamo. I'm gonna show up here and be like, "Where's the basement at?" And they're all gonna laugh at me. So that's the extended <laughs> short story of the uh, the name of Rock. Okay. Good story. Yeah. Awesome. Good story. Awesome. We're snapping our fingers. So uh, if you're just joining us, we talk about all things Orlando here on Bungalow on the Bus. If you like what you hear, go to bungalow.com. Oh, my gosh. Also, they I'm just, no, they don't. And what if we have a new listener? Uh, well, welcome. Okay. <laughs> uh, and tonight we're at Rockford Brewing. We're hanging out with the Soto District uh, chair. What do we say? Not chair. Like you had board a president, name. I guess. Board president. President. You know, hey. president. president elect. President. Mr. David. David Buckaloo. <laughs> <laughs> uh Before the break, we're talking news. We're going to talk news yeah, again. That's if what we do. You guys do. ready to talk news? Let's talk some news. All right. So this this got a lot of shares from us earlier this week. There's two. A new, two. <laughs> no, you had more than two. I'm shares. choking Maybe a four. There's a new 330 unit apartment oh building planned. Uh, near downtown in the Paramore district. Yeah, just another one. Which, you know what? When you brand something as downtown, which is what the city's doing, they're just calling Paramore district downtown. It's so hot right now. Right? It's very hot right now. Cheap, rel- relatively cheap real estate when Not compared affordable. to South Eola or it, Lake Eola Part of it, Heights. I bet, is affordable, but part of it is there's there's there's... There's not houses there already where they're building that one. 5,000 people live in Paramore. I think it's easier to develop right where they're at for this one. For this one. This specific one, it's going to be two acres of property just west of the Exploria Stadium where the soccer games are. It's it's warehouses, right? It's warehouses. Right now, and some of them are empty. It's a lot easier to knock down warehouses than... Maybe yeah. east of east of I. And there's like two families that really own a lot of Paramore. Yeah. Uh, the Haddocks and the and it's escaping know. me, but it's the guy that owns it's like the, uh, half the tea shop in College Park. Yeah, right. Yeah. It's kind of like that. <laughs> so it's easier to get things done in Paramore because you could just it's those guys just selling off slices of land. It's not, uh, it's not one. It's not fifty different homeowners. It's one landowner. Yeah. So you can Primary, just deal with so the one. you can just buy a piece, you know, which is what happens. So they're looking to build a $62.7 million luxury luxury apartment project, uh, which is interesting because we haven't seen, like, higher-end apartment buildings cited in Paramore. We're seeing a lot of, like, they call it missing middle. You know, there's there are a lo- also a lot of uh, affordable housing units that are being planned for that area, That's, which I think is kind of an issue. You don't want to... Affordable housing units definitely needed, but I don't think you can put them all in one district. You need no. a mix of housing types to have a healthier neighborhood. So I, I kind of get the impetus behind this, but man, were people triggered by this post. Yeah. Uh, and everybody started just calling gentrification. Yeah. And I don't know if we want to get into it. Do you want to? We've talked about this a lot. I mean, it's. Let's I, get I into think, it. I think I've right. said <laughs> in the past where it, I think, I sadly, I think it's inevitable 
over on that side of I-4. I mean, I there's think only these, so much like real estate left. Yeah, I think a lot of developers see it and say, you know, we're going to buy this. We're going to build, as you said, luxury apartments. And, and a lot of times these developers say, look, I can build affordable ones, but I'm not going to make as much money building affordable ones. Not yeah. enough incentives. You're not going to make your capital back. I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying that's what how they look at it. Yeah, if, yeah. if you if, have if the money, yeah, that's why they're building. They're not building apartments because they like to build apartments. They're building apartments because they can make money off of building apartments. It's just like and when then you, they'll sell the project out. It's just like when you knock down a house in College Park to build a giant house because those folks can say we can make way more right. money on on the land. And is it right? I don't know. That that's a whole other discussion. I do like to see people, you know, get upset, uh, but I would also like to see it happen for other parts of town too. I agree. And am I am I happy to see an expensive development going in on that side of the of the tra- of the tracks? Yeah, yeah, I am kind of excited to see it. But it should does, just be Craig Usler doing it with Creative Village. Why no. should it be? One, why is that okay? But I, I guess the the main thing is though. How do you figure a way to to I don't to know. work with the people that maybe have lived there for 20, 30, 40, 50 years I just, so I, they don't have to move farther and farther away. It's tough. So a lot of those properties are still there because of redlining, right? So they were redlined off. They weren't allowed to sell the properties. There wasn't a lot of capital accumulation in historic and, black neighborhoods. It's really tough. And it's still not there. I mean, I don't, I, don't, I don't know the numbers off the top of my head, but I, I probably could guess how many people who live in Paramore own their home in Paramore. Yeah. It's way low. Most, most people live there have to rent. And again, it's 5,000 people live there now, and the city has a target. Uh, the reason I know this is because the chief city planner went onto our Instagram and kind of clapped back Late at night, at a bunch of our, at a bunch of <laughs> after hours, yeah, he's like, oh, I'm gonna post this and then go to bed. Then go to bed. <laughs> Thank God I copied and pasted it because I thought it was really interesting. Can I read it to you? Sure, yeah, please do. So, I'm not gonna say his name because I don't want to get him in trouble. He's but it's the chief city it, He's a public. <laughs> what does it rhyme with? <laughs> right, uh, with Merkin. Okay. Uh, love to hear ideas for adding residents to Paramore so it could be a complete neighborhood, generally one that could have a population of 15,000 versus the 5,000 that live in Paramore today because that would support a grocery store, yeah. which a lot of people know Paramore is, they call it a food desert because yeah. there's nowhere to get fresh food. That's because there's not enough people to live there to support a grocery store. It's true. And they've uh, tried things with the city having farmer's markets, but even the and farmer's markets. like a bus markets, they brought out to, Yeah, to they've do done food. all that yeah. stuff. But you yeah. also have to have a, a group of people on a population that supports the farmer's market. And I don't know if they've had the numbers for that. If you think a, this is also Mr. Merkin continuing, <laughs> if you think a city can require a developer to build affordable housing in the state of Florida, there are state laws against this. I got a bridge to sell you in Brooklyn. <laughs> but yeah, this conceptual design needs help. Want more affordable housing? Demand that the Florida legislature doesn't sweep the Sagowski Trust yeah, Fund which to pay do. for the crisis of the day. Every year they, they raid that fund, which is money that's set aside to help affordable housing. And every year for like 30 years, the yes. Florida uh, uh, Congress or legislature has taken that money and be like, nah, we're going to use it for other stuff. And, and this then, was like the year they were going to not do that. And, not, they and then COVID happened. And then the COVID. governor said, you know what? We're going to spend $4 billion extra billion this year. I don't know if it falls within, because they have like a growth plan. They call it uh, the Paramore Neighborhood Improvements Plan. Uh, uh, I don't know if something this intense falls within that. 
so we'll see what happens. And again, this is very early development. But I do like that people were incensed enough to talk about things. And I like that they're protective of a neighborhood. Uh, we still need housing over there. That's we gonna, need housing everywhere. It's we not do. even just there. And we need it in Paramore. And Paramore, it is a downtown. It's, it is crazy to me that there aren't more projects like that in Paramore. It is right next to City Hall. It's seconds away from our downtown core. Yeah. Why aren't there more residential projects in Paramore? And it's because of entrenched racism. Yeah. People didn't want to live. White people didn't who worked and played downtown didn't want to live in Paramore. Yeah. Right. And now and now they they have slowly sort of dipped their toe in it. And as one developer builds a apartment, the other ones say, look, we, we can do this, too. I think Craig Usler's project, Creative Village, kind of opened the door. People are seeing him make some money off these really big towers, right? Right down on New that. Central Park, right downtown, the city bridge district under eye, right? They're uh, kind of opening it up. It'll be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. I'd like to see more projects that are like, you know, like mid-rise apartment buildings that like a Joe Schmo like me could get financing for and make. Good luck. I'd like to see Nobody's that giving you well, maybe Maybe there'll be more of those dorm-like projects that you guys are talking Possibly. about last oh, yeah. week. Oh my gosh, the co-living. <laughs> David, do you have feelings about the co-living apartment we I, talked about? I think about? I agree with John on that. Like, there was a time in my life where that made sense. It's not right now. No, I, would I never want to live now. in that now, but you got three kids. They ain't yeah. going to let yeah, you they in there. I ain't living in a <laughs> dorm. Sean, Sean says anything funny. You call it COVID living. <laughs> Co-living in the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> but that like might that. be what makes sense there. Yeah. So perhaps. Uh, what did I say last week? You disagreed. You're making a point saying I said something bad you didn't like. I didn't say something bad, but I was agreeing with John. There That's was a I point said. in your life where that made sense. And that might I get it. You ago. think John's smarter than John's I am, right. David. Brandon's wrong. Uh, <laughs> what do you think about this Zebra Foundation? Which they work with uh, at-risk queer youth here in town, mostly homeless. They they help them find like ho- housing. They're buying a. They're looking at buying a hotel in the Colonial Town area. Yeah, which has been there for a long time. That hotel. Yeah, it's owned Motel. by church actually. Yeah. Presbyterian. Uh, something. Park Lake. Park Lake Presbyterian. Park Park Lake Presbyterian. Presbyterian. Yeah. They they run the the art the art. Favo. Favo. I call it Favo. Do you? Yeah. Well, you're wrong. Uh, <laughs> tomato, tomato. Yeah, he puts his pinky up when he's like, right. I, I, uh, I covered that story when they first opened. Thank you very much. It's a retro hotel that the hotel rooms have been converted into artist studios. Yeah, but they never they never converted the ones that face Colonial. Yeah, they just left them alone. It was like phase two, and they just kind of never got around to phase two. And now Zebra Foundation's looking at doing it, and I think it's great. Yeah. And uh, some stats. They work with kids between the age of 13 and 24 that are facing homelessness. And uh-huh. most of those kids, if they're if they're queer, you know, the alphabet mafia, it's because uh, they were kicked out of their house, right? Because they mm-hmm. came out, they got kicked out of their house. And 18% of the nation's homeless youth are living in Florida. That's a 18% wow. of the nation's homeless youth are in Florida. And 40% of America's homeless youth el- identify as the alphabet soup. Really? Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, so I'm glad stats. there's an organization, a local organization, that's looking to stop it. And that. it's nice that the church is working with them. Yeah, speaking of Alphabet Soup, the hottest guy ever just walked <laughs> by. With a beautiful Totally guy. missed him. John. <laughs> yeah, sorry. John also missed John him. John missed yeah. it. Oh, sorry. No. He says that every week, though. Yeah. So. <laughs> I just get excited. Uh, Sunrail's looking to shack up with Brightline. Did you see this? Yeah. They're, Tell me they're more. Cooperating, collaborating. They want to, They. Brightline was looking at building an airport terminal already, right? right? Yeah. 
Uh, and now Sunrail's like, me too, me too. We don't have the funds. Can we get in on this? And, and they're thinking, sure. So they're all talking about it. What else can we do to put taxi drivers out of business? Want to say, say it again? What else can we do to put taxi drivers out of business? <laughs> there you go. Mass transit. But I, I would take the Sunrail to the airport if it went there. Like directly yeah. from where you live you in College Park? Park? Yeah. yeah. I'm into it. I yeah. Like I mean, it. that's how a lot of cities are. You at least can get close to the airport. How are we doing on time? We We're right? good. We're good. Okay. Uh, two local black-owned restaurants made Yelp's national businesses to watch oh. list. And one of them I hadn't heard of before. I hadn't either. I saw them. Uh, Streetwise Orlando. David, have you heard of these That's kind of close to the Soto District. That's down in uh, Conway and uh, I believe Hofner Road. Have you had their food? You're, I haven't been there, but there's a lot of buzz about it. And it's, it's close to where I live. So. What do they serve? Do you know? I think it's just... An, Good an American meal, all yeah, right, all, like right. any, all kinds of things, hamburgers right. and stuff like that. Okay, and then yeah. the other one was chicken, chicken on fire. fire, which is delicious. We lo- everybody loves chicken. <laughs> fire. I haven't been yet. What? I, I went and waited like an hour. No, for that I ain't waiting an hour for nothing. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> I'm, I'm into it. Uh, Wall Street is building out into uh, they're, they're expanding, which is kind of crazy because they've Kick been Subway mostly closed out. during the pandemic. Well, Subway, well, Subway was open, closed. right? Really? Yeah. yeah, it was. It's in the bottom corner of the Angebilt, the historic Angebilt Hotel building. Subway is the worst fast food, I think. <laughs> Tell I, us more. I, I'm just saying. <laughs> at one point, Subway wasn't terrible, but Subway has just become terrible. Yeah, and this one, in speci- like, specifically, not great, John. No. Not I, one of the best. One of the comments <laughs> said, uh, they were walking by one day, they saw a rat in the window, and they said it was, they were immediately nostalgic for New York. Like they just felt, oh, we're in a city. I just think I just think all Subway subs taste the same. No matter what you put on them, well, it all tastes the same. In the, the 90s, same. you would say that's a successful chain. Yeah, yeah or you That's what they building. wanted back then, yeah. <laughs> you can't have no taste. No, but like you order a turkey sub and a ham sub, they both taste the They're same. They're fire right now anyway, right? Did somebody, somebody suing them say that there's no tuna in their tuna milk? Oh, yeah. 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 So... Talk about how to go through that too. It. They said their meat wasn't real meat. Oh, but I'm they, going to the cantina uh, next week. I would week go with my boys from uh, Healthy Junk Food, the YouTube people. Ah. yeah, we're gonna go eat the whole menu at the Taco Bell. Nice. Cantina. What time of night are you gonna do it? Though? <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters. I need to do it early in the morning. No, so you gotta do it at two a.m. <laughs> <laughs> you cannot do that before bed. You will not sleep. It's yes. just done. Uh, Wall Street's gonna—they're using that subway to build it into a new fancy coffee place. Really? Yeah, coffee. Yeah, with booze? two minutes left. With booze, yeah, we got two, two minutes. minutes. Well, we gotta go because like, we got we're out of time. Then, or you want to keep going? Yeah, go go for a little All bit right. more. Well, our anniversary party. there's there's an yes. Well, we got we'll say that we'll bring that up for sure. But there's a new Jewish restaurant deli opening in Colonial Town, not in uh, the Sanctum Cafe space. Like I oh, said, I thought originally. it was. I was wrong. Whoa. It turns out it's next to it. Ah, uh, close enough. Yeah, which is this is a big deal because it's the first Jewish deli we've had downtown in a long time. Nice. Right. What what makes him a Jewish deli? Uh, Jewish people are making deli okay. things. <laughs> All right. So they got a brisket. They what got kind of a question <laughs> is that? I'm just what asking. What makes a deli a it's Jewish bagels. deli? Bagels. Uh, Locks. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They'll add matzo ball soup okay. later. Okay. Good. Uh, I like all these things. It's they're open now, so you can go check them out this weekend. Or right. Again, over by the Sanctum Cafe in Colonial Town. And before we go, John, we have to say. Uh, happy anniversary to our friends here at Rockpit Brewing. It's their two-year anniversary. Two years? What is two? Like Next uh, weekend is their two They opened on Valentine's Day of 2019. Really? So it's been two years. Well, I'm I'm do the math. You know what I find endearing, David? When people say Valentine's Day, <laughs> and you just did it, and man, my I love it. My heart just, my heart just swelled like the Grinch. 
Actually, we've already been open for two years. On uh, February 1st, we're just throwing the party oh. next weekend. So. Oh. Belated. <laughs> yeah. Well, beer drinkers. Well, happy anniversary. <laughs> we kind of forgot. So. What are we doing? Well, uh, the 12th, the 12th, we're having uh, Haze Over Hollywood, a live band uh, up front here. They're amazing. If you haven't heard them already, uh, okay. you got to come out and check that out. And we'll, we'll just follow your socials. We'll probably write I, about it because we like you so much. No, they're, they're, they're amazing. And... Um, we're just having a party the whole weekend, and then, of course, the 14th is Valentine's Day. We're doing a special brunch here in the morning. Nice. Starts at 11. We're releasing uh, our uh, Be My Sour Time okay. beer, which is one of our uh, most popular uh, sours that we have. I love it. And when, right. On your brunch, you usually have a singing cook. So Brandon, we got to go. Absolutely. We got to okay, go. We got a hard end. Thank you so much for hosting us, Soto. <laughs> Thank, Thank you for coming. You got a hard end, Brandon. Hey.